0: Hi, I'm Natasha and I'm Penny and you're listening to The Wibs, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical,
1: real advice to help you get ahead at work without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always wanted. Let's go. Hi, I'm Natasha and I'm Penny and welcome to The Wibs. Today, we are going to talk about something a little bit controversial. Um, I think because we say this every time we open an episode. Everything's a bit controversial. But you know with what? Us. If it wasn't, leave. Yeah, leave. <laughs> But if it's not controversial, then like we're just talking. The which best also is, happens is our
0: beautiful producer is not here today, which no. means guess who's gone off the rails once more?
1: Oh And guess what? Benny gave me pre-workout oh, took in a sludge. Well, I think it's. I think it's. I think I could be going Do midway. You Give the, the people
0: what they want. Also, I'm terrified. I'm so of sorry that I've opened up this episode with two guns. <laughs> it's just really bad.
1: <laughs> I really, really, I really suggest anybody listening to this. Go onto our Instagram and just watch the actual videos of us because mm. it just adds that extra element yeah. of unhinged. And we've decided to just, you know, we've got our core values as the wibs, which is something that we haven't really aligned um, yet. yes, do no harm. Second, I, I would say the no main one, yeah, other than those two, absolutely, is unhinged. That's it. We've just decided that we are going to be who we are, yeah. like it or love it, because you know what? That's what we want everyone else to to do Yeah, too.
0: it's a guiding principle <laughs> for life, and um,
1: and it's incredibly mul- millennial of us to I have to put a title on it. What the fuck did you M- just? Millennial. Say millennial three times. Go.
0: Millennial. Millennial.
1: Faster. Millennial. Yeah, no. everyone can say it that slow. Anyway, well, <laughs> back to what we were what we're we talking about. Apologies to what anybody. are we talking? About? We haven't introduced it yet. We've <laughs> just dove straight into whatever this is. Well, firstly, apologies if this is you listening at like six a.m. in the morning. This is a lot. This yeah. is a lot for you to have to listen to it at six in the morning, so I do apologize. We are going to ease you into it. Why not? So today we are going to talk about the difference between millennials and Gen Z in the workplace. That was
0: very like ABC Radio presenter vibe of you. Thank I you. like it. I really like it. But yeah, you're right. We are talking about that today, and it, it's only controversial because people keep trying to divide us. People keep I trying to tear
1: us down. That's what I mean by controversial. I I don't care that I'm a millennial. Like. Yeah, I do the millennial pause. I love skinny leg jeans. I'll say it. I love skinny leg jeans. I, I like belts with the big logo on them. Yeah, I do. I yeah. I, 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 I love everything that is millennial because I am. So millennial. <laughs> it's kind of like this, like, it's like, it's funny because everyone like kind of, you say, oh, I don't know. I see it on TikTok where it's like, millennials do this and Gen Z's do this. And it's like kind of like bagging each other. But it's also like, nah, it's just kind of what we do. And it's all right.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like everyone's got they people love to segment other people and I kind of over it. and mostly it's probably cuz I'm a millennial and people are bagging the shit out of us all the time online being like it's so cringe.
1: That's what I think I think that the main thing that people think is that millennials are cringe, <laughs> which fair. I know, but you know what, <laughs> though, I've let me get a bad rap and let me I'll I gonna, love being cringe. Cringe is not bad. I'm going to air my shit
0: right now cuz I'm I'm in the mood
1: to do it. Do it.
0: Okay, so Millennials get so much shit from everyone. On the on when we were like when we were the Gen Z type, like on the come up, like we got we so used mu- to be cool guys. We, yeah, we used to be cool, but we got so much shit because all they all they categorized our generation as was the people that like spent money on avocado toast instead of buying a house,
1: which <laughs> gorgeous. And <laughs> now sh- we're
0: like cringe and like you know say all this chuggy shit,
1: and it's just not like we're just not. Do you know what the word chuggy is cringe. Come up with something better. Yeah,
0: so we have this like thing where we. There's like a weird intersection and I feel like millennials get the short end of the stick. But now we're kind of talking about, okay, well, how does that translate into a workplace setting? Because like, yeah, we get it online, like yeah, it's embarrassing, whatever. But there are some key characteristics and differences between the way a person who's a millennial works Mm. and the way that someone who's Gen Z works. And I've felt like we've kind of had personal experiences with both. And it's been interesting and I think that we've both we've got something to learn from both generations.
1: Absolutely. Well it's it's almost like if you were to talk about the difference between our parents and how they worked and us. There's always gonna be difference yeah. in generation, I think. Where we're all working towards is more of that work life balance, less of, you know, work rules your life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like millennials were probably the first ones that were introduced to the idea of work hard play hard in the workplace mm-hmm. and no, that is another millennialism but it is it was we were probably one of the first one first generation sorry to to actually look at work as not just a clock in clock off it is something that you can enjoy and it was encouraged and i think that that was a bit of a disruption to the workplace industry it's like whoa what is this so what we have ping pong tables in the workplace what is this like yeah. it was so wild when when we started getting into the workplace and so uh you know like, I remember we telling my parents about like the really cool stuff we do at work and they're like whoa this is awesome but the reality of it is you know a Gen Z looking at that they're like yeah
0: yeah it's a, d- a different thing and I also think like you know when we're bringing it in as like millennial women at work you know, there was a lot of like fun mm. there's a lot of novelty there's also like a complete reduction in boundaries because we were in a digital space and digital ages. And I think that that meant like, you know, where our parents might've worked and gone home and not necessarily taking the work home, mm. we were completely accessible at all hours of the day. Yeah. So it, was it was almost
1: like the other way. We, we went the other way. We were like, you know what, we're going to, we're going to just work all the time. And like that, uh, we spoke about in our last episode, but that hustle culture where it was like, we're going to work so hard, but we're going to make sure we're having fun doing it. it yeah. Was, Bizarre. Like,
0: we'll do shots, but I'll be opening my spreadsheet until like 10 o'clock at night. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Whereas I feel like Gen Z has kind of watched us and been like, Yeah, no thanks. I really like one part of it, but can we just like do all that really cool stuff Mm. and not have to absolutely just ruin ourselves? Yeah. And I think, okay.
0: So let's, I think we should talk about this. There are actually similarities between gen z and millennials because we've got a lot that we can learn from each other i think and this is like a this is our come to jesus
1: moment this is our
0: peace offering a handshake over the table i'm like we've got things to learn from you we love you gen z and one team one dream and hopefully you like us too but i think the first thing is around us both generations being relatively tech savvy so we have Mm. we're the generation that came up in that sort of real tech burst mm. and then Gen Z have kind of ramped it up and taken it to another level. So we do have that in common. And I think that yes. that's a really good thing to note at the get-go. Like you're not going to have to teach us how to, you know, open a, a
1: Google Doc or – No, we know how to open Google Docs. Yeah, we do. We did it. We also know how to prioritise our friends on MySpace. So yeah. please, if, yeah, gonna if you want to
0: flex. I was like, if you want to be judgy <laughs> and bitchy and also use technology, then you've come to the right place. So. But,
1: but yeah, no, I, I get it. We're both, we're both got that tech-savviness and we're both um, – have had to kind of learn at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we've had to learn as it goes. Um, I agree. I think the other part is one thing that I think is a benefit of both millennials and Gen Z is we really value the idea of diversity and inclusion. Yes. It's something that... It's not, you know, again, I talk about my parents' days, but I can imagine that the idea of value um, of valuing diversity and inclusion wasn't a priority. Mm. I think millennials and Gen Z alike, and these are all huge generalisations because naturally there are Gen Zs that don't, there are millennials that don't, but as a generalisation... That is something that we do value in the workplace. We want people to feel welcome. We mm-hmm. want people to feel, you know, empowered, regardless of your background, regardless of where you're from. That is what we want, both of us yeah. as generations.
0: Yeah, and you see that I think more and more. I think definitely with millennials, especially with Gen Z, like we are advocates for people to be included, and we have that expectation that mm. our employees or our workplaces are going to be reflective of that and do the same. Like mm-hmm. the, the the days of trying to segment based on based on gender or based on on anything is is over for us and we Absolutely. really we both support that and I think the third thing is what we touched on earlier which is that real desire for work-life balance mm-hmm. especially I think this really was exacerbated after COVID mm-hmm. and I think we all saw the way that we you know we're naturally tech savvy people mm-hmm. and we understand that everyone's got different circumstances and lifestyle so we do want that level of of work-life balance and it was funny we were actually talking about this on our podcast last week the idea of work-life harmony. Mm. So I think that's something that we all really strive for and and try to push towards. It's like, yes, you're going to work and you're going to work hard, but you want to be able to have that separation in your life to be able to kind of enjoy it and feel like it's not, okay, just because I've closed my work laptop, you're not getting consumed by anxiety and stress. I think it's that work-life harmony that we're really looking
1: for. Well, I think that a lot of the Gen Z, the Gen Zers, um, they kind of came into the workplace when remote work was a thing mm. whereas we had to kind of be like remote remote work didn't oh, i don't know i'm talking for my experience and i can only speak from that but we're working from home was not a thing prior to covid it was you're in the office you work you go home and it helped us set physical boundaries for work yes so there'd be times when we work late at home absolutely but if you are pulling a late night of the time would be at the office because that's where you work. Then you drive home, you come home and and home is home. Then we kind of got COVID and COVID was this big thing where we're like, all of a sudden we're at home and uh, we're working, wait, is this the office? No, wait, what? And then we all realised we could do it. So it was kind of a really weird thing for millennials to have to go through because it was like, I don't really get it, we're we're, we're home but we're not. And then I think for Gen Z, they kind of came into uh, space where that was already accepted and yeah. the the back and forth the how do you do this how do you not so they set boundaries from day dot you know they were like well I'm working from home but it also means at five o'clock or it also means at 12 I go for a walk and I have my lunch break because that's what I'm meant to be doing yeah like I think it's a respect to them for being able to it's it's cool it's a really cool idea to think about the fact that they never had to kind of they were straight into the workplace with a remote.
0: Yeah. And I think it's a, I actually think there's a lot that we can take from that mm. in terms of the way that they manage their boundaries between work-life balance. And sometimes I do think I'm like, like, I think sometimes our generation would take things a little bit too seriously at work. And I'm not saying that people who are Gen Z don't take things seriously, but I think the main difference is the idea that they understand that, well, I am going to do this for myself because if mm. I if I put myself first here, then I'll get a better result in the long run. Versus slaving away mm. just for the sake of doing it, only for you to potentially leave and go to another job, and no one really give a shit that you did that in yeah. the first place. Yeah. So, and yeah. showing
1: your personality as well, I think Gen Z and millennials alike. Yeah. If this is another alike. I think we we y- you don't have to have your professional personality and then your actual personality like Mm. i think with the inclusion of the digital world where your instagrams whether it's public or private i'm telling you people can have access um so you've got this you know kind of mid between professional and personal life Mm -hmm. that you know you go into the workplace and you wear your suit and you're this big serious person and then you go home and you post getting trashed on the weekends like it's a huge juxtaposition between the two and i think the millennials and gen z what they're learning to do is kind of meet in the middle and be like okay look Whilst, yes, there are things that aren't necessarily appropriate for the workplace, absolutely, I can respect that. But if you are a really fun person who likes to take shots, you can do that and you can upload that and you can be that person. That's okay. It doesn't make you a bad business person. Um, And I think that that's a really huge similarity between millennials and Gen Z because they can respect that, yes, somebody can get lit on the weekends, but then they can also come into work and respect them as a boss.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: I think we've
0: talked about the similarities but there are differences and that makes sense and I get it.
1: Has it? Yep. <laughs> but I also
0: like difference doesn't mean bad it just means different. Mm. So I think that one thing I've noticed especially working with millennials and being a millennial myself and then working with Gen Z is the difference in the way that we kind of adapt from a digital perspective. So when we think about millennials we think of them as like I guess they're categorized more as digital pioneers. Mm. So the idea is that Yes, we're both tech savvy, but millennials are referred to as that digital pioneer because we basically had to navigate what work looked like in a digital landscape first. So I think it's like we're very good at being able to kind of read and make decisions and kind of figure things out when we haven't mm. got a perfect solution, like end to end for us. So I think that we're, think of us like as the tinkerers, like we understand like we can get in there and get under the hood and kind of figure out how stuff works, where it may be a lot of other people would have challenges potentially from different generations. So I think there's that, but then when you've got Gen Z, you've got them as like a digital native. So it's like they were born and bred on the internet mm. and we didn't have that. We were a really unique generation where we started without it. and we kind of got it halfway through and we kind of grew yeah. up with that.
1: Even like, like kids like with ipads Mm. like we we would have our there was not nothing on demand you had to wait like we had to like it was quite so i know i'm sure like a child psychologist is probably listening to this be like yeah that's what i do as a job but it's so interesting to look at like children behaviors and look at that from you know the way you were brought up to we had to wait for our show to Mm. come on it wasn't something yes they had dvds yes they had recordings but i had to go and return my movies. To th- yeah. There's a, a bit of accountability there with anything that you did. Whereas here it's all quite fast. It's all really fast. You get your iPad, you can watch it, you can do this, you can mm. do this, you, you know, it's, it's a very different way we've been brought up yeah. from get go.
0: And I think as a result of that, like when I speak to someone in Gen Z, they are very good at being able to identify and pinpoint quickly. Oh yeah. One, like one in terms of like content and, and variety, you can actually see oh. it. Like, I think it's like, we spoke about this, the idea of the millennial pause, which is, you know, the idea of every time a millennial person starts a video, like, and then they started after yeah. it. Like, yeah, which I do course. every single time. Whereas Gen Z, they're not waiting for anyone. They're, like, immediately start, like, bang, yeah. like, and off even, to the races. No,
1: this is something that I was talking about with with one of my best friends when we were travelling. We were like, we... As millennials, we take a photo and we will like make sure it's like perfect, right? Like mm. we'll take a photo, we'll be like all standing there, we'll do our pose. I happen to do this a lot and mm-hmm. that is Cut your fingers uh, off. that is Cut the off. peace sign. I do yep. the peace sign a lot, which is just incredibly just, I need to stop, but I can't. It's like a, it's like a, it's a, sickness. It's a tick. I can't yeah. stop it. I really, really can't stop it. So anyway, so that, we are talking about that. When we talk about the fact that Gen Z, on the other hand, Gen Z are very, um, just Cool. Like their feeds, they don't have filters. No, no, no. And it's all like they'll take photos of like a glass, like half empty. Like nothing's it's not like manufactured, the photo. It's all like natural and as it is. Yeah. Whereas
0: And it's not cool to have photos of yourself. And if you do have oh. it, you have it at the end of the carousel. Oh, you're not looking. Yeah, you can't look. You're not allowed no. to look
1: at the camera. Whereas like me, I'm like, excuse me, when I used to do my thirst traps back in the day, I needed like seventy pounds of makeup, seventy two filters, and five hundred like flashing selfie lights around and be like, That is a thirst trap, upload it. It is yeah, what it is. Looking good. You're looking solid. Yeah. Now a thirst trap. A Gen Z thirst trap is like look away and be cool.
0: Yeah, and you know it's th- awesome.
1: I mad respect. I like it. They're not trying to be anyone else. No, and
0: you know you, the same thing goes for work in work thirst <laughs> traps because
1: this is a business podcast. <laughs> I'm talking about content here. Content is different from millennials and Gen Z. I think millennials need to be no, a little bit more curated. You're right. Whereas Gen Z are just off the fly, and I think that that's why Gen Z's. Gen Zers, or however we want to pluralize it, is they are just better at content, I, fi- I find. Yeah, I they're think better at but just getting, just they're getting quicker. shit they're done. They're quicker at content. And yeah. I think they,
0: when... So that's kind of the difference between them being those people who have grown up on, on like on a digital landscape. Like yeah. they're we're on their smartphones, they're on social media, they're really constantly connected. And I think they've really well refined that. I think the learning point is how do we take something from, uh, I guess, that Gen Z generation which is okay well how do I up like up level my content like I feel like sometimes we overthink things whereas they don't and I would say a big takeaway at work especially for people in content creation is the idea of authenticity
1: Mm.
0: at work and the idea of authenticity in content creation is huge and you see it it makes sense because you think about Instagram is sort of like on the decline and TikTok Mm. is is continuing to rise and rise And the biggest difference between the two platforms is one is a social media platform, Instagram, Mm. and the other one is an entertainment content platform on TikTok. Mm. And yes, they are both social media, however... They're they're based on different things. TikTok mm. is very fast, it's very mm. authentic, it's very real. It's about that entertainment piece. And Instagram was so much more curated, which is what we grew up with.
1: It's so true, isn't so, it? They're so different. Like yeah. you're completely right. Like TikTok, you know, you feel like you've got to have this huge plan. But the reality of it is the people that do really well on it, are the ones that are uploading every single day, and yeah. it's just like the thoughts that go through their head on a daily basis, which is incredible. I think it's real. I think it's great. And yeah. I think you're right. We grew up in a more curated landscape digitally which yeah. is instagram like that was your feed make yeah. sure all the colors match and everything's beautiful I used to.
0: here's an embarrassing thing for everyone hit me i used to put a white border on every single one of my yeah Sierra i did borders. notice that yeah. about you
1: and you did that for like a long time yes.
0: and you know what it was such a pain in the ass to keep that up mm. i'll tell you but then i was like no, i can't break the feed can't break the curation and you know what I was like the the most liberating thing I ever did on social (laughs) media was just let that just ship sail. Cause you know how hard it is to crop and put a white fucking background on a video? No, I, oh, Oh, you did it with videos too. Oh, I did it with everything. It was very well curated. Anyway.
1: I love that. No, no, no. I love that about you.
0: Start letting go guys. Oh,
1: I need to stop using filters. I can't help it though. I love a filter. I I am obsessed with filters, but I can't help it. A bit of Valencia for your left Do (laughs) we have to stop?
0: No, maybe we could just be like, maybe we just do like a light one, like a Paris
1: and leave oh, it at that. Oh, I really like it. But the other thing I'd say is our communication preferences are very different. So I think that like we are very, you know, email and text-based, whereas you know Gen Z are a little bit more interactive and mm-hmm. visual when they're with the way that they want to communicate. And it also speaks to what we spoke about with, you know, the difference between, say, our digital landscape and theirs. Mm. They're just a little bit more visual in like like loom and all the things that we've been exposed to that we never really had mm. voice notes
0: but you know what voice i like, notes are a huge what one. like about it though it's because they've found a way and this is i think the the other learning point that we can take from their generation which is they are focused on making life and making information and communication easier to digest and yeah. understand yeah. so yeah it's so much easier to to understand what someone's talking about and explaining through a loom video than 50 screenshots like I used to do when I used to do a process guide. I think that if I could take one thing away from all of this episode and I think if we could learn one really cool thing from a Gen Z generation, it's about understanding and allowing things to make your life more streamlined, more efficient and, and just more enjoyable.
1: And not, and not have that guilt, that millennial guilt, let's call it. Yeah. Of, you know, and I, I feel it now sometimes like because my days have changed so much. I might start my day at six and start my working day at six, but then, you know, finish it. Some days might be six to eight. I don't know. You don't know what your day is going to look like sometimes. But then there's other times where like I have a free-ish day mm. and I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. You can do whatever you want right now why are you so anxious and why aren't you just enjoying the fact that you can go for a walk during the day and you can do all these things? And I think it's because that millennial culture of hustle, 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 I wish we could take and we're learning, we're learning, we're trying to to learn that. But you look at a Gen Z, someone who's a Gen Z and they're like, no, I deserve to go for this walk. Like I've worked my ass off. Mm. I'm now going to take half the day and I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to look after myself and do self-care and all of those things. And I just think it's it's a really nice thing that we can learn and we can take from that generation. Yeah. Likewise, when we look up, we look upwards at like boomers and uh, again our parents' generation. I think what we can take from them is that hard work. Like we can't, you know, we've got to find that middle ground between Gen Z, millennial, and boomers, and find like that that sweet spot in the middle that we can learn from all three. Yeah,
0: because there's there's value and there's merit in in each generation. There's something to learn. There's something to improve upon. You know, yeah. I think when it comes to millennials, like we do have. A really strong work ethic, and I, it's funny. I'll, I'll see if I can find the TikTok of it, but they were talking about like millennial managers when they give work to themselves versus when they give work to somebody else. And it's like when they're giving it to the team, they're like, No, it's fine, you've got a you've got like that Taylor Swift concert tonight, like Off you go got yeah. And then it's like with me, it's like, Okay, well, I've got 17 projects, 42 deadlines to do, but I think I can get this done and take it on board, yeah. And I think that one thing we are is like we, we are very hard workers and we do really want to be able to accommodate and help people out, mm. but I think that one thing that we can Im- definitely improve upon is being a bit kinder to ourselves and we could learn that. I think we could stand to learn that probably from both generations up and down.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Look, I think, I think I, I couldn't agree more. And I think regardless of whether you're a Gen Z or you're a millennial or you're a boomer listening to this, I think we've all got our strengths and we've all got our opportunities for growth. I think that we can't judge because we all grew up in very different times. I think one of the, there's one key takeaway that I would take from any learnings that I've done on, you know, the different generations is respect and listen Because we've all had very different upbringings and we've all been brought into different worlds. So sometimes the things that we think aren't, you know, are are nurture versus nature. You know, it's kind of the way that we've been brought up and what's been around us. And we can't control that. We've just got to learn. No,
0: I think it's just we've all got something to learn from each other. It's okay to have differences. There's There's heaps I want to take away from Gen Z and I'm excited to, you know, start my new life maybe make some content without my millennial pause we'll see how we go
1: (laughs) yeah i I can't promise that i'm keeping my filters peace out out. oh jeez i hate myself anyways thank you so much for listening please rate and subscribe and we shall see you next week bye bye